BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. are on a break this week for our summer break at LPN Studios. So what we did instead is uh, we put together some clips from our Someplace Underneath Twitch uh, stream that's on the LPN channel. And uh, just to get a little taste, if you ever feel like stopping by there, it's a little bit more casual. And we usually talk about supplementary information um, from the episodes. Sometimes we give updates and sometimes we have on friends or guests uh, or experts to talk about some of the subjects we discuss on the show. See you next week. Hi, we were just talking about Natalie's. Um, she doesn't like spinach and she doesn't like blue cheese. So if you were to gift her something, yeah. I don't know. I know all of you are lined up with those no blue, blue cheese. cheese spinach balls. <laughs> but... Ready. I'm going to spit it right in your face. <laughs> Mackenzie, thank you for joining. Is there anything you don't like to eat? Oh, so much stuff. Really? I, I have like weird sensory issues that make me no fun to eat with. So I try to like not make it my thing so it doesn't become my thing. You know? Interesting. So like food can't touch kind of situation? It's that like type of idea, like spectrum weird yeah. Oh. And I'm allowed to say that. It's like diagnosed spectrum Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. You're not. <laughs> not you're not. <laughs> so can you have like a spaghetti bolognese with like vegetables in it? Or is that like get it out of my plate? See, I don't like tomato stuff is one of the things. Whoa. This is, I, I try to play this close to the vest, but now okay. it's. Oh, I don't. I mean, I have the palate of a child. So you don't ever have to be ashamed. Okay, good. <laughs> Perfect. Although I love a tomato based anything. I love mm. it. I wish I didn't like more things. I think I don't like gelatinous meat that's cold. Um, that's so ooh, weird. That's disgusting. So yeah. Weird. A lot yeah. of Eastern that's Europeans like it. That's a weird like thing it. you have that you don't like cold gelatinous meat. Yeah. I think I'd make That was some... definitely a thing in like the 70s. Like 70s, weird yeah. jello molds with beef. That's upsetting. That's true. Yeah. Those weird yeah. Um, like savory jellos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. I'm going to make it and bring it to the next party and be like, you guys have to eat it. Eat my hot dog. You <laughs> my hot dog mold. You think that a bunch of our friends would not eat that? They would love it. <laughs> Nobody probably would. 
I feel like yesterday, we were, Natalie and I were in the stream yesterday. I said a couple things that, like, were probably not very nice, but I don't know. About you can say whatever you want. The thing is, like, words are almost always not crimes. Because that gets kind of close to thought crimes. Unless you're, like, actively threatening someone. Yeah. In a way that's, like, substantiated. Like, I'm going to murder you this time, this way. And here's the weapon. Yeah. You know. Interesting. So Mackenzie's a lawyer. And so explain to how, like, the theater is on fire right now. That's illegal to say. Exactly. You can't say that because... um, they weigh like the value of the speech, um, whether it be expressive, political, like think of all the things that make free speech protections worthwhile. Um, and if it does very little of that and creates a lot of immediate, like imminent harm to people, then that's not allowed. So it's like that is just yelling a lie kind of for the purpose of creating chaos. If it's a mistake and you actually think it's real, then like that's not yeah. against the law but there okay. could be a conflict about like if you actually were Twitter just seems lying. to be a, a platform where people try to dance along what edge can I do- almost be oh, yeah. committing a, a, a right. verbal crime I deactivated my account and today Musk again and loves that yeah, it's, oh, it's, yeah it's he loves it prod people into that line and weirdly enough he doesn't like people to say certain things that are definitely legal like oh, anything about him yeah yes in like blocking like very specific LGBTQ plus things being mm-hmm. said. Um, I love a fifty-five-year-old edge lord. I think it's awesome and super <laughs> yeah. hot. Yeah, with like multiple it divorces. Mm. Yeah, you know, mm, if a yeah. woman was divorced that many times, it would be like, well, she's garbage. <laughs> but because it's I a mean, guy. he is garbage, but not for yeah. that reason. <laughs> I love. I also love a person who's super pro-birth, but doesn't talk to some of his own children, and also doesn't see a lot of his children on a regular no. basis. But you and just, his last you, child's mother was young enough to be one of his children. Yeah. So we're just kind of starting that cycle again. Oh, and then didn't we talk about this recently? Uh, I think Amber and I at least talked about how one of the children, one of Musk's dad's stepdaughters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Musk's dad married her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to wrap my mind around mm. it. So his stepdad mm. married his, like, no, like, his father, his birth father. Oh, so his birth his father. Dad. Yeah, sorry. Married a stepdaughter, like a, a stepsister. Stepsister. Oh, so like a Woody Allen situation? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's disgusting. Yeah. Ew. But actually adopted the child. So, like, Woody Allen basically was Sunyi's father, but. Like, was this not. Was legal. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, is that legal to do? Because pedophilia is illegal. Well, that she was an adult. She was it's, an adult at the time. I'm sure nothing happened before she. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. But incest isn't yeah. illegal, is it? As long as you don't have kids together, right? I think incest is illegal. It's. It's a really weird one to enforce because, yeah, technically the only harm to society is like genetic abnormalities and power imbalances. So, like, also, how are they really going to find out about it? But yeah. I swear, I, I swear, I've seen charges that involved incest in certain states. Yes, but usually that's with like a plus factor of like they're a child or um, there's like some. That's what I mean with the power imbalance. Like if it is a father having sex with a child, yeah, that's when you see the incest charges happening. Yeah, yeah for but sure. Usually, it's with sexual abuse. Oh. So, like if it's two consenting adults. Uh, so I could go have sex really? with my brother if I wanted to, right? Totally legally. Yeah, but I can't say he is gay. Don't you adults. ever yeah. Your brother is gay. He would not have sex with you. I could make him straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I could make nice try. Yeah, you could make your brother straight. I believe you. I believe. You. Yeah, you could. He just hasn't met the right sister yet. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Great. We now I wanted to ask a couple things about Gloria Trevi. We've just finished that series, so all of the episodes are out now, and. If you've listened to that series, you know that there was this big, uh, like, manhunt in, in, I think, t- the year 2000, um, where they were, uh, Gloria Trevi, Mary Bukitas, and Sergio and Daddy were arrested, and they they served some time in jail, were released, very ridiculously short sentences, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Things kind of went away. For a long time, Gloria like revamped her entire career. Sergio had a YouTube channel for a while. It's a mess. Like I can't. The th- the things that he is accused of doing are so outrageous. To then have him just be like making music on YouTube is just beyond the pale. It's just like I I don't understand. Um. So Mary Bikinis platforms like should do a better job keeping people off and keeping them from benefiting from basically their same record that allowed them to abuse people. But there's that whole, there's, we've talked with you too about the Onision, um, the the thing they're trying to pull with Onision by trying to sue the platforms to be like, he is actively seeking out victims through yeah. your platform. Like, what are we doing here legally? Um, which is a huge battle because you're basically fighting a multi-billion dollar corporation um yeah and the whole like capitalist lobby behind social media sites is like no we didn't have anything to do with it i don't know i'm just a little corporation (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah so with the serio thing that's a whole nother can of worms that he technically he served his time that i don't know what they would even argue just being like, the problem really was the way that he was sentenced, in my opinion. Like, I don't think at that point YouTube could really do much about it because he technically did the time for what he did, even though it was ridiculous, the number of lives he ruined, and he spent, like, six right. or seven years. And you prison. can't go to jail I mean, twice for the same note, thing, right? I don't think so. I mean, you can't, like, legally face double jeopardy, at least not in the U.S., but YouTube, being the, like, private corporation that they are, could be, like, we don't allow people on our platform who've been convicted of... Yeah, like convicted sex coverage. offenders shouldn't probably be yeah. able to have YouTube channels. I, I mean, I, I don't think that that's a crazy thing to do. No, and people discriminate uh, against felons for like lesser reasons all the time. And oh yeah, don't felons them, don't allow them. So plenty of felons who deserve the right to live yeah. very peaceful lives don't get to do things. So I don't think a sex offender should Lucky be able to have off. a YouTube channel. Yeah. I wanted to add, talk about this too, Chloe for show. Um, could Gloria ever sue someone for defamation or does it not work like that because she was convicted at one point, which I would love to hear what you have to say legally. I, to me, I always in in those situations always kind of lean towards if they have done something really bad for them to sue would draw the attention to all of the bad things they've done. And so I feel like a lot of times they would just not do it because based on uh, if she were to sue somebody for defamation all of the horrible things she did would then start cycling through the news. And I feel like just on an emotional level that she, that would probably not happen because of that. But legally, it makes sense. I mean, it's interesting because like my first thought when you started saying that was like, but male abusers do that all the time because I think they think that 
the aggression makes them look less guilty. But I do think it's a little different for female abusers and victims turned abusers, because I do think that like it would be pulling a thread for her. But legally, it the short answer is that like, it makes it harder to prove defamation because to succeed at a claim at like any defamation claim and to not have it initially dismissed, you have to have some proof that what the person has said is not true. So if you've been convicted of something, it's really, really hard to make the argument that somebody who accused you of doing that was willfully lying, you know? Yeah. And I don't know would would they have the legal grounds if that went to like, a court to have victims impact statements about like what they went through, even if it wasn't. Um, I think it would take a while to get to that point. And I think that those would probably be stages where she would choose to more likely settle than allow that. But like, oh, never mind. Really, <laughs> Just yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> but if you are opening the door and you're being like, no, I want to prove that I did not do this. Then yeah. I think character evidence would come in. Did you guys see, there was some comment that she made in like 2018 um, the award ceremony, some awards show. Yeah. So that, cause initially I had thought like, maybe she's, she is really reticent to pull that thread, but then I like went back and rewatched or reread and then subtitled yeah. whatever. Um, that made me think that she maybe is like tippable. Yeah. I, my, my personal feelings on all of that is, uh, because because for years she denied it even after she got out of jail she said these girls were lying this was all fake they were jealous mm-hmm. like very not um remorseful in any way uh because when when they were going through the arrest process it's it makes sense because she was still kind of under sergio's thumb and there's all these like images of them her like holding his cheek as he's arrested and being like, we are, this is so hurtful that this happened to us, us innocent people. And, and, but then as she got out of jail, she was still saying these girls were liars like Sergio and she had Sergio's baby while she was in jail. So could some Um, of the girls sue her, counter sue her for defamation? Cause like you called me a liar. You stopped my case. Like, or is that like another word for that? Like that to Trump. Yeah. yeah, like you stopped it. I was going to come forward, but I was bullied into this, and you have such a big Absolutely. fan audience. And like, so the two who wrote the books, mm-hmm. like, I think, yeah, I wonder if they would. They probably have the legal grounds to do that, but maybe don't want to go through the the. I think absolute... the energy, yeah, it's expensive, especially when it's like when you do have a claim for something stronger potentially. Um, that like maybe you focus on, for example, the two California defendants that it'd be more likely to maybe bring some sort of motion about the harassment attached to that trial rather than like, okay, now I'm going to initiate another one. Yeah. Um, and um, you kind of pick and choose your battles and energy. In Cause that that's like a I... whole other trial. That's not just like, and another yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and right. then I wish that it worked like that sometimes. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be good. I, mean, I know that it's, there's reason, but yeah. Join them. Really? But, um, yeah, yeah, because uh, even we saw it with uh, the Scientology guy, um, Masterson, that, like, some of the harassment they were able to bring up as emotion in the rape case. The harassment as, like, of the victims or him? Of victims by Masterson. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Throw the book at his ass. I mean, he's fucked. He's not and getting out. And then that gets added to a sentence, potentially, and is considered in the scope of that one trial, which is good. Um, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I... I 
I am curious. I don't feel like you said when you just looked it up recently, I don't think that they've released any more information about what's going on with the lawsuit that was brought up at the beginning of this year. But I am so curious if it's going to be televised in any way or like what actually is going to happen during that trial, because it is kept very vague. And yeah, and because he wants to continue the career, especially like anything in the U.S., this is going to look pretty bad. And it really depends. I think we talked about this yesterday as well, that it depends on how much honestly watching all of these celebrity trials happen in the last few years. It depends on how much the media picks it up more than almost anything. Right. Um, Okay, we got to go. We are way over and uh, we can just go on a tirade about abortion. Oh, we did. Okay, we fixed it. Congrats, everybody. We did it. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Hi, welcome to Someplace Underneath. <clears throat> you guys came here for the pretzel chewing, right? Because that's what I'm doing. Yeah, it's, it's MSR, ASMR. <laughs> We're joined ASM- by Mackenzie. Oh, ASMR, yes. I don't know what it is about ASMR, but I hate it. I like mukbang. Those are two separate things. Right, but right. I also, not. it's not for me. Not for me at all. Honestly, if I went on a date with a guy and I was like, what do you do to unwind? He's like, I like mukbang. I would leave. I, I would have. I would have. It's where they just eat food. It's like when they do, um, usually it's like on stream or like a on video and they just have a huge thing and they eat like. 
but a lot of it is yeah, ASMR no, vibes. Sorry, do it's do a peanut butter pretzel mukbang. Nom, 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 nom. This is usually, usually quality entertainment. More boob. <laughs> oh, actually, that... after the subathon, somebody messaged me. He's like, "Hey, beautiful, can I pay to watch you eat?" Um, yes, that's why we brought you on, so you'd have career opportunities. Well, yes, did you, you take them up on the offer, Mackenzie? I, I truly thought about it, and then he got kind of pushy, and I just, mm. you know, no. Man. It's hard to say no sometimes. They used to get a lot of foot yeah. uh, picture offerings. Now I just give them out for free on the internet. Wow. Yep. I should be making money doing this. You absolutely can. That's charity, That's charity that you're doing, Natalie. If you're I know. Say, it's, what I, it's how I give back to the community. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Miss Maxine Cordell-Mitch. You're in the UK and you get your... Uh, what time is it there? Hmm. 2.35 a.m. You wild woman or man. I think you're maybe Miss. You wild person. 2.30 a.m. I forget that, like, time is different. And also the Southern Hemisphere, weather is different. You're getting into your, yeah, right. getting into your Lana Del Rey brat character. <laughs> <laughs> Amber's developed a new character where she's well, very frail. Mentioned the Ian Watkins, the Lost Prophets guy getting Yeah. Um, that's a fun. That's a fun news story. Um I, a lot of you guys sent it to us, too. Thank you. Um, Ian Watkins, who we discussed uh, during some parasocial exploitation episodes, I believe. Um, he uh, was stabbed repeatedly. by. Yeah. He was held hostage in, in his prison and then was stabbed a bunch. And I don't know that he's died. I don't think yeah. so. At least we haven't been told he's died. But he, he's at least, like, mortally wounded, which is fun. Look at those eyes. Yeah. It's always in the eyes. That's how you can tell. Yeah, he's gross. Um, If you guys didn't listen to that episode, you either listen to it if you want, but also be careful about Googling it. What he did is, like, the worst thing you can imagine. So, like, just go in with that knowledge if you do feel like looking him up. He is... uh, Just be... What he did, you will be happy that he was stabbed a bunch of times. And I don't condone prison violence on... Prisoners on prisoner violence... Unless, you know. Unless, Unless I do. do. <laughs> Unless I do. You know, you know what I'm saying. Come you know on. what I'm saying. Oh, also I saw, because I send Natalie a bunch of like stuff on the internet, and she's always like, I'm scared to open your DMs. Every cause... time I get a text or a message on Twitter from her, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. What is this no, going to be? Amber's Twitter is populated with some fucked up people. Some bad boys. But apparently just yeah. now, you know that the rapper, the little girl, that oh, the, yeah, this apparently is... she might be alive. Her what? parents are just like, she might be alive. She, you would, she, she was like, it's hard because I don't want to direct people to her, but she's everywhere. And also if she has passed away, I, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> um, but like she, an influencer. Uh, kind of she was she was like meme she was like a memeable person she was like always with people like jake paul and and oh and she was doing this sort of like gangster character that she was like forced into doing for also yeezus operandi said they just casually mentioned her brother passed away yeah. too like, the other weird so thing is that they announced her her death and then said offhandedly in the statement also her brother it has died but didn't really say it directly it, it was it's very bizarre and awful and just 
everything that you, you should not do with your kid, I, I would say. Um, I hope that it is a hoax, but also that is disgusting. Um, please just don't don't do that to your yeah. kids for money. That sucks. I used to beg my mom when I was little to like go be you know, go all Hollywood or like can I be on camera? And I'm so glad that she was like, no, like you're a kid. Be it's like she's like read plays and you can be in the school play, but I'm not gonna like get these modeling shots by this weird guy for you. Like she had the spidey yeah, sense to say no. Yeah, it, like the bottle like camps. Yeah. yeah, right. Our friend Brooke has a radical proposal that I do find I agree with, which is like we should do the Shakespeare thing, but with kids in Hollywood. Like, no kids should ever be played by kids. Just have them played by adults. Does that? Are you talking about our friend Brooke Rogers? Yes. Yes. I mean, and yeah. It's, it's also. It's also something that Trixie and Katya brought up at some point, saying that there should just. They should be addressed off camera. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, or, <laughs> or just like me in a wig and a little lollipop. And I'm like, yes, mister. I like, yeah. I like choo-choo yeah. trains. Yeah. Like, that's the child. <laughs> yes. That's the finest that. tits on that child. A fine-titted child. No, that's bad. That's as always, watching says apparently Vancouver and LA police stayed there not investigating the deaths and there are no records or reports of death. Oh. I, that doesn't necessarily, I mean. It could be a prank. Like I another thing. I'm, I don't Here. know if it's really a prank. It, it, maybe it is. That could be something, but that also doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, that they're not investigating stuff. Yeah, I guess they stuff. could not investigatable deaths, like no so, suspicious circumstances if they starved or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it would be great if it was a prank just because I don't want her to be deceased, but uh, that whole situation is so gross, and I hope if she is still alive that she's taken away from her family, which I don't like to say lightly, but um, yeah, yuck. Oh, so this says, law question what? from Mackenzie. Is it illegal to say someone is dead and they're not? not. Is it illegal? Um, I would say, like, not per se, because it's kind of like what you always hear in missing cases before people investigate is like people are allowed to go missing. Um, this is for adults, obviously, um, that they can go missing and just disappear. And thus you can see people close to them, like wanting to say that they're dead. Um, There's also unless no damage from it, which would be really hard. It would have Maybe to be like something like that. Like, yeah, if, they, like if it, it was would, like a money making scheme or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that um, I could see, but there has to be something else. It's not. There was a big scandal within uh, book Facebook, like basically book talk, but on Facebook of all of like the independent romance authors. There was a woman just I think that earlier this year who had faked her death for several years and then came back <laughs> and was like, just kidding and thought everybody would be like oh my god we're so happy you're alive but uh people were not like no. they, didn't, they didn't respond it's like that episode of the golden girls where she like sent off the funeral did you guys see the golden girls where she sent off the she's funeral cards of like someone's dead and then they accidentally sent them off as a joke and then people showed up to the funeral and then the mom was like i'm here no but the golden girls mm -hmm. is great um could a minor Man. see their parents okay so 
Yidis Operande, we, this is something we've talked about on the show a lot, and there's still really no good answer, but we've talked with Mackenzie as well a lot. Could a minor sue their parents for social media exploitation, or do they have to be emancipated first? I feel like this is something that we talked about a lot because we're still developing, we're still in the throes of the development of this entire phenomenon, and so there isn't precedent really for it, right? Like, exactly. we're trying to figure yeah. that out a little bit. Especially as this generation grows older, which is less on the the legal side of things but it does make a difference um but more as they realize what fucked up things have happened to them it's kind of like any new generation with certain medications or other technologies that like we don't really know what the impact is going to be until they hit a certain age so now the first generation of exploited kids is getting to a point where they're like wait i'm not okay because of this so they absolutely can sue as adults um they probably could sue as children as well. Like, I don't think you'd have to emancipate yourself, depending on what you're suing under. Sometimes even, like, courts, if you can show harassment, will will appoint what's called a guardian ad litem, which is, like, somebody who is a lawyer who basically just, like, guides the child through a proceeding. And you have that in child abuse cases. Um, But uh, Mackenzie, her specialty and her passion is um, reproductive rights, and that's what she works in a lot. And so we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the thing, the fun little things that yeah. happen. Is it illegal for me to abort a baby and then whip it around my head and say "Yeehaw, McKinsey"? I think it shouldn't be. I would love to see that happen. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'll okay. be honest. I, <laughs> I mean, if it's your your body, I guess you know. Yeah. Uh. Well, okay, I feel like a good transition point because I tried to find a case that was like spun adjacent, so we can jump right off of teens being fucked over by the legal system in one context and go to this case in Nebraska where a 17-year-old girl has been arrested and is like currently in prison for taking abortion pill. So, just taking a pill? My question is how would they even know you're pregnant? So, I like say if I lived in Oklahoma and then I just went to California and I came back, like how would you know I'm pregnant? Well, that- so um well this ties into um why we should all be using encrypted messaging services. And I think even WhatsApp is now owned by Facebook, but this Nebraska case where the 17 year old is doing prison time and her mom faces five years in prison for Facebook messaging her about getting the pill. Cool. Um, Cause wasn't yeah. that, like a few years ago, a guy like did a bad thing with a gun and then Apple, like police wanted to look into his phone and Apple said, no, you can't do that. That's against privacy policy. So now like, yeah, I guess fuck that, I guess. Right. And you guys like mentioned it doesn't matter. It was, um, Jay Lee case and Snapchat that usually what has to happen is like the the courts or the prosecutors within their discretion. So also, who knows if, you know, I'm sure the, the gender aspect played into it with the Jay Lee case, too, is like, oh, we're not going to subpoena it too quick because who cares? Mm-hmm. But basically, they do have to ask any given site to give over the information and apparently facebook is willing to play ball with people trying to arrest teenagers and their moms for getting abortion so it's basically up to their discretion whether they want to hand it over or not that's crazy i mean facebook is like the place of minion memes you know of course they will it's like the boomer paradise yeah played in the 2016 election like they weren't really willing to crack down on misinformation and fucked up political stuff so and you know elon has such a fertility fetish like 
Yeah, he's weird. To the point where I just saw a, a, an interview that Grimes did with Wired where she he's basically okay. said that Elon is upset about the trans issue, which is insane and on its own, because it will affect fertility in those people. Weird. So this fucking weird creep is suggesting that it's not because uh, of some other pathetic fear that he has. It's he's worried about the trans people's fertility. There's a lot of things in that statement that are really weird and confusing. But she also talked about the dick measuring in that interview, didn't she? Oh, I don't know. I only read the stuff about Elon. I've seen a lot of Twitter accounts lately, and I've met these some of these guys in real life in bars who straight up have kids. They call it the spray and play. Um, where you have kids, you just don't take care of them because they're off being a cowboy. Like, look at me, look how famous I can get. Oh, and like people will on uh, Twitter, (laughs) it's disgusting. It's like a reproduction fetish. It literally is. Yeah, it is. And they they just say like, he's a good dad because um, he created the the rocket. Like, yeah, he's not there for his kids. That's something the mom does. And then they'll turn right back around and like say like things like fatherless behavior. Right, 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 right. I don't understand what the fuck their problem is like i thought this was the party of family values they're just deadbeat dads and we should be shaming them more shame 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 Shame. i love all of these topics and at the same time there's all these reports of like why aren't kids having sex they're not having sex like they did in the 90s like yeah no shit sherlock millennials are what about the rise of lonely single men like why don't women want to fuck them i don't know because your cock is like a loaded gun I mean, for real. Yeah, for and real. maybe because men have not emotionally matured at the same rate and held themselves to it, so... Fuck, Anyways, man. Um, I am sick of dumbasses. Shame! <laughs> I, I Shame! 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 <laughs> if does anybody have some questions? I think we have, like, one minute left. Uh, Thank you, Zahaz. It's really nice. IZY oh, says, God. wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, like, all right. That that person said to wrap it up. <laughs> no, I think we're talking about the condoms. Oh, oh sorry. That makes more sense because it'd be like, why are you watching this? If you <laughs> are you just monitoring the time? Are you a hall monitor here? <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, our, our friends, reformed whores, they have a song about vasectomies, which is also an option. Get a vasectomy. We love the reformed whores here mm-hmm. on LPN. All right, let's let's go. Yeah, thank you, Mackenzie, for tuning in. You're so smart and thoughtful and wonderful. Yeah, thank you guys for being awesome women. Um, I support women's rights and women's wrongs. Woo. Yes, even these well, stupid shady ass bitches, I still support their rights. Well, one, I support their rights too. I support yeah. their but rights I, too. Yeah. yeah. Personally, I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Yuck. I hate you, but I support your rights. Yes. Yeah. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. All right, sick. I'm glad we fixed everything. We fixed it. Shame. 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 Um, Hi, we've got the beautiful Carolina Hidalgo in the studio. Hello. Um, She is from a place that is very similar to Gloria Trevi, which we've done on our series of Someplace Underneath on our podcast. And we're going to chat it up. What's it like growing up with this lady who is a pedophile? (laughs) She was pedophile adjacent. Okay, That's right. And I didn't know her, by the way. Yeah. Were you like, groomed personally. by her Why personally? did you let this happen? <laughs> I just went to the mix-up at the Santa Fe Mall and bought the CD once. <laughs> oh, you okay. I have so many questions. So if you guys have been listening to the episodes, um, Carolina has really helped us translate a bunch of the stuff. I sometimes have just emailed her being like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Maybe if you uh, wanted to read the, listen to this interview, you would you just want to tell me what it says. And um, I did. And you always I'm like, did. I'm like your hacker best friend with like, it's like, what do you need while eating a sandwich? And I'm just typing really fast. Yeah, but looking really hot and like, br- like pigtail braids with like your cleavage out and just like, yeah, I got it. I got it. Put on the headphones. We, we need a new Spice World. Yeah. I, is, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I love Spice World. That's right. I love your hair, by the way. You're oh, a thank cool you. color. I, I am purple. Yes, it's my new thing now. Uh, I, I don't know. It's Pride Month. And then I figured let's just keep going with that. I, you are, your hair always looks so good. It always looks done, which my hair doesn't ever. Oh, no, no, it's someone else does it. That's why. Yeah, oh. see, I need I need someone else to do my hair. <laughs> look at this. You look great. Natalie. You look awesome. Yes, Very I can rock see you. I love it. Yeah, I'm like, too is, it looks just be- it's better here. I'm just like Gloria Trevi, but just in hair. <laughs> nothing else you gotta really mess it up which is the one cool thing about Gloria Trevi and let's say one um, that the fact that her hair was amazing her, her I mean yes. I, like, I liked a lot of her outfits too it's one of the things that's really a bummer about everything that happened is that she was sort of this like beacon of femininity and sexuality and like strength and all this stuff meshed together and then you find out so much of it was Manufactured by a, a bad man. person. Yeah. So the girl says, I saw her in concert. She started climbing the stage lights 
I mean, see, I that's see so that. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, she was definitely like the luxe interior from the cramps of uh, Mexico, I guess you could say. Uh, now, she, as a, a well, uh, like a well-researched music listener, you know that as a child, I imagine that would not have been your reference point. I just liked her hair, and she <laughs> yeah. had cool music. Well, because the thing is, I moved because I'm Colombian, half Colombian, half Peruvian, and I moved to Mexico City uh, when I was 11 years old. And I remember getting the CD. I didn't realize you were. El- I thought you were younger when you moved there. No, I lived in Spain. I like moved everywhere. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm one of those world babies, you know. And I lived in Spain for a while till I was 11, and then we moved to Mexico City. Didn't know anyone in Mexico City, but Gloria Trevi was huge because this was like the mid '90s, so yeah. she was already really big. She was like on her third, fourth album by then. And then I got her album, and I listened to it because her later albums are very like rock oriented. They're, they're they have like heavy guitar riffs yeah. and stuff. And so like this was a right. Right when I was about to turn a corner when Green Day's Dookie came out. <laughs> and then I left all my pop things, you know, my Paula Abdul sure. fascination behind. But before then, Gloria Trevi grabbed me. Yeah. she was like grunge before grunge. Yeah. Like she had like the, the tights that were ripped up. She's like wearing the makeup that's like smeared from last night. Like she it looked a good, cool. She has a good growl in her voice too a lot of the time, which yeah. I was always attracted to even with pop music. So mm-hmm. she would be a good like gateway to being like, oh, I like rock and roll. Yes, absolutely. And that's what she was so good at. And she's also so good at like being like, you know, like climbing the stage and just doing whatever and being really like I can't like really express this enough how charismatic and how funny she was. She was like kind of like Vince Vaughn in Wedding Crashers. Like she could just go on and on and on and she'd be hilarious the whole way through. And I think that was basically it because she was very likable, very talented. And that, and that's one more thing I wanted to say about that. Sergio Andra- Andrade, the guy who obviously that you talked about, by the way, fantastic podcast. I've been listening oh, to it. Dude. I was so emotional the whole time. Um, he, like, the only reason that he got anything, because these women were already talented on their yep. own. Like, he didn't do anything. Like, he didn't, like, Svengali them. Like, they already had talent. Yeah. The only thing he had going for him was that he was a man. And he was able to get into that boardroom and get contract negotiations. And know how to manipulate vulnerable, talented people. Absolutely. Yeah. But these people, like, they, these women, they were beautiful and talented, great singers, great songwriters. So it just really sucks what happened. Yeah, and, it does suck. And, and that is, I think that's a very standard tale in, in entertainment in general, that very young, talented people, which is often why they are the most sought after in the industry, yes. uh, because they're naive and they're not they're not realizing they're being taken advantage of until it's really too late. El Condor Pass is 69. Uh, I think that's directed to you, Paula Abdul versus Gloria <laughs> Trevi. Okay, Paula Abdul <laughs> versus Gloria Trevi. Um, well, first of all, what, what do you guys think? Well, Paula I mean, Abdul got hit by a boat and lived. So I'm so going for bonus points. I'm bonus points. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah, what about you? I would say in style, I mean, Gloria Trevi by far. I, I, I'm not the hugest, I, I'm fine with Paula Abdul. Opposite track. I, I do. I mean, That's I love that. Good. Also, she was a choreographer. She choreographed the the big dance scenes in Coming to America, which is always a bonus point for me. Yeah, um, I'm going to vote it. for her too. You know, because because uh, she also didn't. She um, did the tra- child traffic as far as I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. That is like one of the big ones that yeah. you have to pass right. through. Yeah, uh, and Cold Hearted Snake. I remember. Uh, memorizing that whole choreography, which looked, I mean, of course, it looked really weird for an eight-year-old to do, but, you know, know. that's how you learn. It's how you start dancing. I remember my mom, uh, when that music video would come on, would, like, 
turn me away from the TV. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't, I didn't know what it meant. You know. Oh, right. Oh, God. Remember that song? When I think about you, I touch myself. I was uh-huh. listening to that like and that it came, my mom was in the room and she was just like, what is this? Turn this off. <laughs> I didn't know what masturbation yeah, was. Yeah, you're like, I'm just, tu- I'm I'm just touching, touching myself. myself. <laughs> she just like made me turn it off. The other one my dad made me turn off was um, Jeremy Spokian. Class. I don't know if you've seen that music video, but oh, yeah. it's pretty crazy. And my dad, he sat through it patiently and he said, turn this off. You're not watching this ever again. And I was like, all right. Fair enough. I mean, school shooting became a very important topic to discuss. That was that was a rarity back then. Back then, it was a rarity. Right. <laughs> uh, good old no. days. I remember um, when I was a kid, there was this song, Eeny, meeny, teeny, weeny, shriveled little no, short dick man. man. Yeah. I sang that, that a lot. That made it to Mexico, too. Yeah. I didn't know. Actually, it was the radio version was Don't Want No Short, Short Man. Mm-hmm. So I just thought the song was about a short man. Yeah, yeah, which was also like, well, that's not inclusive. But um, I do remember that song was huge. And I, I remember, like, the backwards cap, because she would wear something like that with a big jersey. I'm like, I want to get that. It's pretty but, cool. Yeah. So, was Limp Biscuit popular in Mexico? Um, well, you I, were here by then. I was, I was yeah. here by then. Okay. I touched down the minute that Limp Biscuit made it big on MTV. Yeah, it had nothing to do with me, I swear. <laughs> Uh-oh, wait, this is another question for you, Carolina. Do you think Palo Suelto is about pubes and going commando? <laughs> and going commando. That's a rumor on my TikTok these days. Okay, Café No Con Leche. Um, I honestly thought it was just about hair, but now you're making me rethink some <laughs> things. But it's kind of like, it, it's a very, very catchy song. It's like an anthem. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, no man can tell me what to do. So I'm going to just like let my hair loose and like cut my, you know, I don't like a serious man or anything. Or some short, short men. Or so, short, short men. Yeah. You know, there was a theme in the 90s. It was like rejecting like the patriarchy. I mean, a little bit. There was way more feminist music or like aggressively feminist. Like Saul and Papa were super feminist. And then this whole era came of like the early 2000s where there was just not a lot of that. Oh, right. Wasn't there some like TV producer that came in? He like just was fresh and TV producing. He said, I don't like this golden girl stuff. Let's put on sluts. Like the young ones. I want old sluts. I don't want yeah. nothing but old sluts. I love old sluts. Who doesn't like them? I know. Okay, wait. So I would like to know whenever. So you heard of Gloria Trevi when you first moved to Mexico City. Yeah. When we started that part of the, the Trafficking and Fame series with Gloria, I didn't really understand how bad it was going to be. <laughs> um, I forgot, too, because I remember when you were telling me, I was like, oh, yeah, I love her song and this song. And then like, but yeah, yeah, she did some really horrible things. And then when I started like looking more into it, I I forgot how horrible it was. And I can't believe I even considered once like she was going to do Madison Square Garden in like 2018. Like she did a big big show. Yeah. She's got five million followers on Instagram. uh, With this other singer. I'm forgetting her name. If anyone chat remembers, a really, really big singer, um, Guzman, maybe, or I don't remember. But, and I remember texting my other Hispanic friends in New York and being like, hey, you want to go to the show? And then we didn't. And I'm glad we didn't because I shouldn't give money to this. I think that's the same for so many people who love her and listen to her music is that 
it is so easy to just go For, like yeah you forget something back then I don't know like I think there's like a uh, like a legal thing or whatever but like she's so pretty and so cool and like you're not supposed to research everybody's history every single time you go to a concert you know yeah and so she's kind of banking on that that you're just going to be like Absolutely. oh I remember these good memories of her that's awesome I'd love to see her perform it almost worked on me I almost got those tickets so I mean it, it, you could really get anyone to do it when you um, when you kind of appeal to someone's childhood memories yeah and so. a lot of people who we like love and adore and 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 go see in concerts have like something kind of gross in their background or something that was like a little sketchy in their background and yeah. then people who commit these like massive atrocities kind of get swept into that as well where you're like well that person like made a terrible decision or like did something yeah. fucked up in 1972 but then it's almost kept in our minds equivalent as like oh she just trafficked people for like nine or ten years and like she didn't actually do any of the the sexual assault she just like got them into the room you know it's like uh la 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 yeah 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 <laughs> we always say on no dogs in space the the podcast i do with marcus my husband is the whole like um you need to decide for yourself like you know what you know you you choose you know case by case right uh, um person by person on separate art from artists <laughs> whether you can yeah. do that whether you can't and it's up to you to decide that like yeah. but take all the information like learn everything you can before you do that totally you now somebody in chat said that they don't like andy warhol so did is he did he do bad stuff i feel like that entire generation is just filled with disaster <laughs> i actually do know about andy warhol he was just a dick i don't think he did bad enough stuff i read okay. a bunch of stuff on him when we did the velvet underground series but then again it's up to you to decide like it's up to you to like you know you could look it up and everything and then decide for yourself is like no i don't like him like you don't have to be like carolina said it's okay right right yeah. like for like for yeah, when, when we got married marcus and i like we were like hey don't play any michael jackson songs because that's our decision but we still played a david bowie song because and he still you know he had some you know he was not great either yeah so it's also like you even, decide for yourself even iggy pop like he there was a very famous very tiny young little groupie girl who had sex with all the bands and he had sex with her when she was 14 or whatever Aww. yeah and he was like 21 and mm -hmm. and you know i i know we definitely did talk about that and it's one of those things like if you if you don't like this just don't play it definitely don't totally play it. understandable yeah. and yes. i agree I was talking to somebody about, I was like, oh, I love Rob Zombie. And, and he was just like, nah, they're mean. They wouldn't sign my autograph. Well, that's stupid. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> but that's, um, that's your decision. You that know? is your decision. Yeah. But I, I feel like I'm so gaslit, not gaslit, but like we see such atrocities with, mus especially musicians, that if you're just a little bit mean, I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, and, <laughs> and my bar is so low. If you have not touched... And like a, a little girl's breast when she said, please don't do that. I'm yeah. like, you're amazing if you have it. <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't yeah. like ICP because I remember watching them do like the Woodstock 99 and groping a lot of girls. But then I hear like now these days, like things have changed. They're technically but, like progressive. Kinda? Yeah. <laughs> and so like I haven't been doing my, you know, I haven't studied up on it to see if I can change my mind. But then again, if you want to be lazy about it and you just don't want to like it, that's fine too. Completely Which acceptable I, yeah. and understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all supposed to be entertainment. Like, you know, like think about it, but you don't have to like obsess yeah. about it. Who's yes. the worst artist? Like just the most creep of um, all time? Of all time. Oh my God. Everybody in chat talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the worst one? R. Kelly's I mean, pretty, pretty high up there, I would say. 
Charles Manson? You know, he, he's a little bit like... like Marcus actually likes him, which is a weird argument at home. <laughs> We're going to do that on our first room, I'm not I think. defending him, but he didn't technically commit a lot of the crimes. He just... You got the girl he's doing. He, he was I don't a think short, he's short cool. man. He was no. a short-term yeah. man. Yeah. I don't think he's cool. Um, no. But I don't... I I don't know if I could put him at the top, top, top worst. Very <laughs> glitter, bad, very bad. Very bad. What did um, glitter do? Touchy, uh, t- touching. Yeah. Touchies. Child stuff Is Hollywood again. full of satanic pedophiles? I would say pedophiles. Not <laughs> That's satanic. what the right wants to believe. <laughs> um, I would say that there's a, a good amount of sex offenders anywhere where somebody has a lot of power over other people. So definitely mm-hmm. producers, pastors, cops. Yes. Like anywhere where... People have say that they hold things that over you is where you're going to find a lot of those people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's in power that's not like that? I mean, there's people there's people you might not even like, but like people like Obama didn't molest anybody. You know what I mean? I'm here to molest your children. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys haven't heard, we're going to about the second. If you haven't heard, there's a little bit of a Shelley Miscavige update. Um, I've been following that with you guys. Oh, that's so good. Scientology is going down soon, man. I know it. They're going down soon. And I hope it's because of you guys. It's definitely because of us. (laughs) Not all of this. And the the guys upstairs, the last podcast guys. I they meant God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hmm. uh, I think we got to go. Yeah. Sorry, I would want to hang out, but I I don't want want to get home to the dog and then it's like piss everywhere. We're not allowed. We get dragged out of here with those big hooks. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And then, you know, keep watching the show. And I love you. Thanks, Carolina, so much for joining us. Thank you. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP.